Hello, and thank you all so much for tuning in. This is my first attempt at creating a video podcast. Um, so normally when I record my podcast, I am I have my blog that I write out and I read through it, I improvise. Uh, so I'm gonna try out <laughs> the video part today and see how I feel about it. So let's ch check it out. Whew. Alrighty, so today uh, I wanted to talk about um, the experience that I've had when it came to pregnancy and the whole feeling of what we go through as women while we're actually pregnant. A lot of times people say that you become a mom when your baby's born but anyone who's carried a baby in the past knows that that's different. It's not entirely true for for many of us. Um, the moment you have that baby in your womb, to me, I feel is the moment you kind of something clicks that, like, holy shit, this is real. So the moment I found that I was pregnant, it was as if that switch was flipped in that moment. My mind was racing from the thought that I would be growing this baby inside of me that I didn't even know I would ever get the chance to experience. Uh, in prior years, I was actually told that it would be very difficult for me to get pregnant because I was misdiagnosed with um, endometriosis. So I found this out when I was like 16 and just imagine I was also told this at that age so from that age on I put it in my head that I may or may not become a mom one day so I had to wrap my brain around the thought of that so when I found out I was pregnant you can just imagine how surprising that was I was at the end of a contract with one month left um, uh, work contract that is and I realized that I had some huge decisions that I need to make regarding whether I was gonna continue on in my career, take time to myself while I was pregnant, what the hell am I gonna do? It was it was a very stressful time. I act like talking about it now, I'm like, oh, brings back memories of the uncertainty of it all. My then boyfriend, who's my husband now, <laughs> uh, decided that we decided together that it would be best if I didn't go back to work, you know, to basically get another contract. Because um, I had worked in the event industry. So oftentimes when you work in events, you are starting about a year out. Uh, any less than that, you know, it's really t from six months to ten months out. When I found out I was pregnant, I was already like four months pregnant. <laughs> so in order for me to get another contract that would work uh, for myself and for my client, it would have just been stressful in itself just trying to figure that out. So uh, we spoke about it, we you know, calculated some numbers and just decided it would be best if I just focused on being pregnant. Um, you know, so the fact that I worked from when I was 14 years old like that was the, the second I turned 14 and I was like, I get my working papers. I was, I was with it. Right. So working from 14, the idea of taking time off for the next six, seven months 
while being pregnant to then being home with the baby would mean I wouldn't be in the workforce for at least the next year or so. You know, in my head, I was just like, I'm not going back into the workforce. Like, or if, or if I was, it would obviously be once I felt comfortable enough to go back you know, once the baby was born. So it was just really hard to wrap my, my brain around that. I often couldn't figure out what to do with my time, so I found myself completely detaching from the world and becoming fully, fully engulfed in Law & Order, SVU marathons, and playing Candy Crush. <laughs> I even stopped going on social media, answering text messages, or doing my most valued pastimes, which was writing, reading, it was as if my brain just shut that off, that side of myself. And I couldn't even explain why. I didn't know why. I just was kind of on autopilot. I also had just found out that I was accepted into NYU for my master's in social work. Um, so with all that happening, I made the difficult decision to push school back yet again because I would have to take off time due to the pregnancy and it was just heartbreaking to know I had to push back another dream of mine I felt lost I felt overwhelmed I felt unseen and I know that I'm not alone in saying this that there's so many mothers out there who are trying to figure it out figure out who they are once they become a mom just rediscovering who you are kind of going back to the person you were before but also realizing that that's never going to be you again it's life is different now so just trying to figure all that out it was just just crazy so no one really knew how i felt i felt pretty alone um and this pregnancy signified change to come something to look forward to uh but at the same time, it's like you just don't know. You don't know what to expect. You don't know anything. Especially, this was my first child, so I was just... And on top of that, I didn't even know I can get pregnant. Um, like, I wasn't in a place in my life where I thought I was ready for kids, even. So I was excited to meet this new baby, but I was really scared. There were so many unknowns about it, about it all that just really scared me. Until that point, I was in charge of the decisions that were going on in my life. I was responsible for the way my life was going. So you can imagine, the moment I found out that I was going to be responsible for a whole other person that I just grew myself was wild to me. I didn't feel like I was ready for it. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't have some preparations that some people plan I didn't have that and I didn't even know where to start I was it was like uh like you just throw someone in the middle of nowhere and just say like all right find your way home kind of thing I never planned for motherhood before all those years I mean all the years before I found out I was pregnant so you know you can imagine I had come to terms with the idea that I may not ever even be able to carry let alone to become a mom um I always just in the back of my mind 
figured I can always adopt or um, not adopt, you know, like just maybe just become that, you know, cool titi that would drop in from time to time, send my kids like amazing gifts, be the titi like going on trips around the world. And that was it. That was really what I, I had planned for in my future. Like, if there were was an idea of having kids, it would have been 10 years down the line when I felt that I was more financially stable, emotionally stable, not so selfish, not wanting to, you know, go to brunch every Sunday and get day drunk, you know? Marriage even had seemed so far down the line. <laughs> because even before meeting my, my husband, I was like single for five years, you know? So... In my mind, I wasn't expecting to get in this whirlwind romance and, you know, less than a year in, here I am knocked up. <laughs> like, like, what? So for me to go from being this single woman, living in Brooklyn and working in New York City, I was living the dream, as they say. And when I found that I was pregnant, at that point, we had moved back to Long Island and with my mom. <laughs> so... Uh, I was pregnant. I had no career. I felt like it was just such a huge shift and emotionally shocking. I completely froze. Like everything about me froze. My brain was just fog. My mind was going a mile a minute. Uh, just also glossed over the logical thoughts. And so the easiest thing for me was to, was to grow apart from it all, which I did. And the moment I kind of came back into my body was when I felt my baby kick for the first time. And that was a surreal moment. It was like, holy shit, there's something in there. And even with that, I still felt like there was a cloud over my head. And it was hard for me to make it all seem real. My life was about to change significantly, yet I played Candy Crush as if they were paying me full-time. I watched Olivia Benson chase a criminal like I hadn't seen that episode five other times. And there was so much going on in this world around me and within me, yet I still went through the motions, emotionless. Or so I thought, you know, it's different. It's hard to explain. Just be feeling stressed out about where we would get our next paycheck from in order to pay rent. I just, I guess it was a defense mechanism and detaching from it all, it would just send less stress to my baby. And I knew that I didn't want my baby to feel the stress of the world. So many people, like I said, believe that you're not a mother until you actually birth the child. But the moment I found out I was pregnant was the moment I fought to keep the baby safe as safe as I thought in my head would be. I wanted him to feel safe and loved, and that's why I ate what made me happy. <laughs> I watched what made me happy, and looking back, now I can say that I realized I was going through a depression, and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. As much as I had people in my life who I was close to, family, friends, I still didn't feel like I was able to talk about it. My defense mechanism was to just shut down my own feelings in order to keep 
my baby safe. I didn't want to think about all the things that stressed me out. I just wanted to push down all those feelings and emotions. And I unknowingly did that even up until years after my baby was born. And that's why I decided that I wanted to share my story. Feeling vulnerable in this moment and being able to actually share it is hard in itself. But I feel that it's a story that's so relatable because I know that there's so many other mamas that have struggled with this and are struggling with this. I honestly don't know what I could have done differently at that time. But in this moment, I can say that a community would have felt safe. It would have felt like a safe space for me to release those emotions and share and grow and be able to kind of acknowledge those things that I was going through and knowing that I wasn't alone. My hope with Call Me Mama is to build that community for other mamas and for them to know that they are not alone because we're not. Motherhood was never meant to be lived alone and I want other moms to understand that. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to my story and I hope you tune in next week where I will talk about my birthing experience and the things that I wish I had done differently uh, the resources I wish that I knew about because uh, had I known the benefits of them, I would have utilized them or I think I would have utilized them, but we all like to think that we would have done things differently, but you just never really know until you're in that situation, right? So thank you so much again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and would love to support, I would love for you to help me support the podcast. Please share it with others post about it on social media or leave me a rating and review or all of the above. Don't forget to check out my Call Me Mama YouTube channel where you can catch me with some amazing, amazing mama messages, but also watch the Empowered Mama segments, which I will also be featuring on here, uh, where I interview some amazing Empowered Mamas. Uh, to catch all the latest from me, you can also follow me on Instagram at underscore empowered underscore mama underscored <laughs> and on tiktok at empowered underscored mama thanks again and i'll see you next time